0: From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling
1: here with Matt Doan, and we are excited for another week of the pod. Yes, yes. Thanks for listening. We're always honored by our one to 12 people who check in with us. Yeah. Although I think we need to start with some uh, apologies. Yeah. Let's do corrections, retractions, and apologies. <laughs> <laughs> apologies. Yes. Oof. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, it yes. wasn't just last week. It was two episodes
0: ago. Yes. We sort of... I think in our minds, half-jokingly, yes,
1: we're like, hey, let's meet up at well, the flagpole. This is going to be a shocker, Eric, to those that are listening. But mm-hmm. we didn't prepare to say this. We didn't plan to say this. But right. we kind of came up with an incentive for our listeners. Yes, to meet us at the flagpole. I don't even remember what we said. We'd we'd
0: bring them like, bre- like a pastry yeah. or something, like yeah. a donuts, and we would just talk with them. Mm-hmm. And we basically completely forgot and didn't show up. Now. Well, I remembered, but I was tied up. Wait, so you remembered but intentionally didn't
1: go. <laughs> that sounds worse, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it sounds much worse. Yeah. I <laughs> if you would have asked me an hour after the podcast that day, I would have already forgotten. So I forgot until today in a meeting, Michael Wells <laughs> says to us like um people were upset at the flagpole. Yeah. Shout out to Don Baylor. Yeah. <laughs> right, we heard Don, you were waiting faithfully. We were sorry. Michael and, and Michael himself is a listener and he went shout out to Michael Wells. Couple, so we apologize. We actually
0: so we always talk about how we never get emails. We actually got a couple emails <laughs> <I know. laughs> from people that weren't there. So we apologize to Keely and sort of to Cameron, even though Cameron wasn't there. But he said he wanted to be there and wonder
1: if we could do a virtual meetup sometime. So we, we got an email of somebody RCP and they couldn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, we didn't see that till after. That would have been helpful if we well, would have gotten that before. No,
0: they, they sent it on the yeah, the
1: day of. It was February twelfth that okay. they sent the email. So Keeley, we apologize. Yeah. <sighs> sorry for letting you down. Yeah,
0: we're very sorry. We're so this is that that moment where we just fall on our sword here and yep. we apologize. But we're also part of me is a little excited. That means like <laughs> People actually were listening, but they just don't normally (laughs) like to interact with us, but they were excited for a meetup. Right. So we're gonna think about this a little bit more. We're gonna tease this out. We're gonna plan some sort of we're thinking about maybe we could do like a live podcast recording, you know. With a live studio audience. Like a live podcast episode. Uh Uh-huh. Let's see if we can get maybe like in between services. If we can get those two to three people to show up, that'd be great. (laughs) Like the That's the applause. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, uh, that's funny. No, but, but I,
1: man, best intentions. We thought it was a fun idea. Yeah. Just neither one of us put it on our calendar. Correct. And to be fair, I was seriously like actually like talking
0: and praying with people and then rushing to a life group. Those are <laughs> yeah. the things I was doing, but yeah, I wasn't.
1: Are you at stage of life where if you don't put it on your phone, it, it doesn't just exist. Goes out. It's gone. I know. Yeah. I, I have feel, to put it on my phone. I feel sad that I'm in that lifestyle right now too, but it's just the truth. Yeah. And I think we were like
0: we were brainstorming this and saying it while doing the episode and we're yes. kind of like not really on our phones and no. stuff like that while we're doing this. And then we just like
1: walked out. Well, norm- <laughs> normally I'm on my phone when you start talking about soccer or formula uh, one, yeah, he starts I, checking. That's, his that's Instagram. my, uh, that's my time to <laughs> check off a few text messages. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, should we talk about soccer? Just oh, boy, <laughs> I guess it's like a good time to talk about,
1: Actually, American football because it was the Super Bowl this weekend. Yeah. You know what? I had I saw on social media. Someone said, you know, you go to a good church if they didn't even mention football today. I guess we were a good church. And I realized we I don't think we said a word. Oh, about no, the Super no, 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 no. I
0: did because I said in the Benny, maybe there was like it wasn't like go. I didn't say like go Eagles or go Chiefs or yeah. anything like that. But I said something about when you go to your Super Bowl parties, you're representing Christ. Oh, or yeah, yeah. You did say that. Like, yeah. you are you know, something, that's like, right. something like that. Yeah, that's
1: right. Trying to guilt trip people into... <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I, I am funny. sort of relatively proud of ourselves for not... Yeah, it's probably just too much. the, the <laughs> Rams weren't in it, the 49ers that's weren't true. in it's it, totally and Matthew, self-serving. Sl- Matthew Slater <laughs> right. wasn't if in it. If there was someone we were interested in... <laughs> were you rooting for anybody yesterday?
0: I sort of rooted for the Eagles because of uh, one of our... Um, Staff mates, fellow pastors yeah. here, Robert Carter's big Eagles fan, huge, huge. and uh, so I was just kind of rooting alongside oh, him, that's kind. just to be friendly, right? And but is, I didn't really care. And he invited himself to your house to watch Super Bowl, right? Yeah, he did. He invited himself <laughs> and a few friends to my house, so I sort of had a Super Bowl party, but not really because it was just like Robert inviting a few people. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it wasn't even that many people. I mean, maybe he invited hundreds of people, but only a few people like really wanted to be with him, right? I'm just kidding. Gonna... <laughs> no um but yeah no it was just uh yeah a little bit so yeah. so i was like sitting next to an eagles fan so you're yeah when that bad call came at the end of the game it Whoa. was a little rough for him yeah
1: i don't know penalty's a penalty no matter when it
0: happens yeah i think those little jersey pulls happen all <laughs> game and then yeah. they didn't call it all game
1: and they call it in the last well two okay minutes. let's get real technical for a minute yes. so fourth quarter of an nfl football game and it's super bowl you're yes. so tired yes so i bet those little like you didn't even, you're just so your legs are just done yeah so you just kind of in your tiredness reach for a guy and grab onto him to slow him down because your legs aren't moving as fast yeah so and all
0: the replays they didn't show the beginning of the play where uh-huh. he pulled on the jersey all the replays showed it like just a second yes. after that right and so especially in the moment you were just like irate with right like, why did they call that right and um just because and for me as just the viewer it just ruined the a good ending to yeah, the yeah it would have
1: been exciting if the so if you yeah. didn't, if you didn't watch it, fourth quarter, uh, Chiefs uh, tie game 35-35. They yeah. have the ball. They get a penalty and they kick a field goal to win. Yeah. Spoiler alert. In yeah, case you're gonna watch. You had it. it recorded the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't. I think you're not. I think you not i do not think that's a thing. But it would have been cool if if the Chiefs wouldn't have got that. They kicked the field goal. So like a minute left, the Eagles yeah. could have tried to come down. That would have been exciting. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So because huh. they were like. The the Chiefs were even just like running and like run and just taking a knee and letting the clock run down. Not I was thinking about what would happen in that situation if they missed the field goal. Right? Because now it's like now they say, "Oh, Andy Reid, the coach, genius Genius, that he did this." But if they missed that, they would have just been totally. Why is he so
1: dumb? He could have just scored. Always always get
0: points on the board. Totally.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it was an exciting game. It was. I uh, I woke up this morning like 5 a.m. not intentionally, but like mm-hmm. feeling some heartburn from all the Doritos I ate. I know <laughs> I do eat a that is like the day of the year that <laughs> chips are
0: the thing I eat most. I of, know, and I did not feel good on my run this morning. Oh, I bet just from pure chips are like floating in my bloodstream.
1: <laughs> so just true. little
0: specks of just sour cream seven, and onion.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what's your What's your go to chip? Uh.
0: Ultimate favorite chips are probably Doritos, uh-huh. Cool Ranch, and Nacho Cheese. Either one. Either one. Uh-huh. I also enjoy a sour cream and onion chip. Yes. I also enjoy sun chips. Yes. Uh, of all sorts. Yes, me too. I enjoy lots of
1: chips. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I like just like a rufflesy kind of like a crinkly chip from uh-huh. anywhere with uh-huh. a sour cream. Onion with a dip. good dip. With a good dip. Yeah. That's probably
1: like my favorite, honestly. You know what my what about uh, you? when I'm feeling really low. Sometimes oh, oh, no. I'll go. I'll go through a 7-Eleven and grab a Pringles. Oh, uh,
0: Pringles! The yes, the little
1: cans, the little short can or a tall can. Well, there was a Pringles ad where they get stuck <laughs> on their know, hands. That was funny. That yeah. was
0: kind of a funny. That ad. was good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the best tortilla chip. My favorite tortilla chip uh-huh. is from a Mexican restaurant called Los Golandrinas. To South County fast foods, not fast food, but a South County counter order staple. No, bro, but they also sell them at Pacific Ranch Market here, oh. uh, which is kind of oh, interesting yeah, up on Newport. Yeah, yeah, up
1: Newport. No, that's not the best chip. The Ooh, best, tortilla, the best chip tortilla chip tortilla is chip. sold at Superior right oh, down the street yeah. from Calvary, like a buck 99, huge bag, perfect amount of salt wow. to ratio. I'll have to try this.
0: I think I straight disagree in principle, but uh, we'll see. I also like these ones called Taku Peto. Huh? They're from Sprouts, uh-huh. but they're, I've seen them other places. They're uh-huh. pretty
1: good. Uh-huh. It's a weird word. It's, it's like a hard to say word for me. Uh, you ever had a um, gluten-free chip by accident? Like, you're uh, all excited. Yeah, you're like, wait, what? I know. <laughs> I know.
0: I was being super mean. To, we have a... So, so everyone knows we had a little, like just a day, like like a meal with our pastoral staff yeah. and one of our pastoral staff, uh, Christian is gluten-free high school pastor. Christian and, uh, so I do like to give him a hard time about this yeah. and sometimes I'll just make comments of like, <laughs> you know, I don't know how would he have survived like 50 <laughs> years ago or whatever. Uh, but it's insensitive and I apologize for that as well. So I'll take that back to corrections and retractions okay. segment.
1: Yeah, this is, oh yeah. We started off with apologies here. So. <laughs>
0: So apologies to Christian. Yeah. That's why I bring it up and, and to all gluten-free people.
1: And, and just blanket <laughs> apologies. We feel so sorry for your life. I mean, no, we are so sorry for making fun of you. Um, but no, for any of you that did go to the flagpole yesterday, oh, goodness. failure on our part. Yeah. We want you to be able to trust us. Yeah. We, the things that we say on this podcast, we believe we want to live out and we didn't. We fell short of our standards.
0: Yeah, agreed. All right. Well, that was kind of a depressing first 10 minutes of the pod. So let's uh, go ahead and or slash boring for the non-sporties, sporty spices. But uh, let's uh, talk about church yesterday yeah, a little bit and kind of the Sunday. themes and, and uh, some of the things we're talking about and mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it was that whole day where we have New Life Church mm-hmm. with us, which is a church plant of Calvary, which is like actually still very connected to Calvary. Uh, Matt Hempill, the pastor of New Life, mm-hmm. preached. Matt Which, has an office here, by the way, like in our offices here. Right. Just right
1: down the row here from our podcast studio. That's right. Uh, a huge. Man, such respect for him. He had a, Aaron had a baby three weeks ago. I know. And here he is just preaching and I know going for it. And I even said to him a couple months ago,
0: so uh-huh. like she would have already been pregnant. Right. Right. So I said to him a couple months ago, like, hey. Uh, normally like we've, we've had this tradition the last few years where Mm -hmm. you would preach on Super Bowl Sunday and would you still like to, or do you want to like to have you guys come and I preach or Mm -hmm. just something like that? And he's like, Mm -hmm. no, I want to do it. So he was in. Yeah. I don't know if he knew how, I guess he would have known. He would have known. Third kid. Yeah. Third kid. Yeah. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) You're, you've got four kids. So fourth kid does like, did you guys
1: just kind of like. Like, was that like an outpatient kind of situation? (laughs) No, we had with our fourth child, if you know anything about deliveries. um, So our first three were pretty quick. Okay. Marie's water broke at home and she started feeling the need to push. Oh no. So we literally jumped in the car and I flew down the 91 freeway. (laughs) And she's in the car saying, I think I have to push oh, no. and I'm just freaking out. So we called Kaiser, our hospital and yeah. said, we're coming. My wife's feeling the need to push. Can you meet us out front? And so we pulled up front. There was a wheelchair. They picked her up and whisked her away. Oh. And I'm just standing there like, I don't even know where she went. <laughs> oh, Do I need no. to park the car? Or yeah, what? yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. security guard was so cool. He's all just go in, man. We'll take care of your car. Oh, That's so nice. And so went in about maybe 45 minutes later. So it was a It was a while actually. She gave she gave birth. Forty-five minutes was a while. Well, I that's mean, as far so as so fast. No, but I mean like but we thought it was gonna happen like oh, within a second. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> got her in there. And <laughs> then about an hour after we're holding Eden, I'm like, our car. <laughs> so I had to go downstairs and been there for a couple hours just sitting out front. Oh, uh, that's funny. He was still
0: sitting there, he didn't like no, move didn't it or move something. It. Yeah, oh, okay. I thought he might I know. I thought you like tossed him the keys. I think I I don't
1: even know in that moment what I happened. Know, right, you're just like right? blank. Yeah, it's a fog. Anyways, that's not that's a story. Exciting, that's not actually. a story. I was planning to say not probably not a story that anyone cares about, but cuz we were both like both my kids though were um were like past due date kind of oh, like yeah. late
0: and so it ended up having to induce. Yeah. And so it was like these long, you know, it was like from the moment of like the the drip of the induction yes. stuff starting, it was Pitocin. like 12 hours later or Oof. something. Yeah. So it was, you know, we didn't have like that rushing kind of feeling ever. Yeah. Cuz I remember getting like when we first, when B first got pregnant, kind of that feeling of like, well, I gotta, I guess I should pack a bag and like <laughs> yeah. be ready to just go, 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 go. Right. But never
1: had that experience. So
0: I kind of like, it sounds kind of fun to have that like TV, like you in think the you back. Could deliver of the car. It? Could you deliver yeah. a baby
1: if you needed to? Do you think you could? Oh yeah, easy.
0: <laughs> Seriously, like what would be hard about it? Everything. I don't know. You just, she just push puts her legs up.
1: You gotta cut the cord.
0: No, it's easy. <laughs> I could do it with like a like a shard of oh my like found on the side of the road, like a like a rock. You just cut it, dude. I mean, cavemen were doing this stuff, dude. Oh. I think like we're I think I think the human We've body. we made it works way works too wonders. technical. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. I'm not
0: like your nature person either, any, so I am uh, just playing about
1: this. Any pregnant women listening to this podcast, <laughs> would you email us? Do you want Eric to yeah. help deliver your child? Now, yeah. To be clear, I'm saying.
0: My job would be easy, not the woman's job. She's at doing the hard stuff.
1: To I, be clear, like anyone needed that cleared up. Of well, course, no no. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: I'm just saying I'm not saying that. <laughs> to be clear, that that's not a proclamation I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know they don't need it to be uh, like to be clear that the woman's job is harder. I just don't want it to be clear. I'm not saying my job would we be get harder. It. We, yes. get it. we
1: get, we get, you. You're just confident. You could deliver a baby, yes, healthy baby, healthy baby wow i mean it's like god's will is god's will <laughs>
0: <laughs> i I'm can't not, control like what happens like that's god's will oh
1: yeah yeah i don't even know if i could like stitch up somebody i could not do they anything. always want they
0: always want like towels and like a bucket of water or something <laughs> yeah. like warm water <laughs> yeah. i don't know i don't think you need any of that stuff <laughs> you just need <laughs> hands and some sort of some sort of mildly sharp object. Although the the oh. umbilical cord is a lot uh, stronger. I think we've even talked about this did, before. Did you cut the cord? Yeah, on when you both cut the kids? cut the cord. I had cut the cord on one of my kids. There was mm-hmm. like some sort of issue with one where mm-hmm. the doctor had to do it. Right. And it was like ur, ur, like you had to like kind of <laughs> cut through that thing. Like I don't know <laughs> if it was just like the scissors weren't sharp or whatever. But so I recognize with a shard off the side of the road, it could be a little complex. <laughs> I love I love coming out like just super confident about something I have no clue about. Oh, so true. <laughs> okay, well, let's go back to yeah, Sunday. Sunday, <laughs>
1: Sunday. We got way <laughs> off there. So Matt Hempel <laughs> preached Luke oh, yeah. chapter three. Oh yeah, uh, I just had a baby. That's why we got there. <laughs> yeah. They just had sweet little. I delivered walker. I delivered while <laughs> delivered. delivered um And so yeah, three weeks after Um, his wife gave birth, Matt's up in the pulpit and just crushed it. Did such a good job.
0: He loved, I
1: loved the take. I probably would have never in a hundred sermons on that very passage would have come up with what he came up with. And I'm not Mm. saying that's, I think he was right, but I just, I just didn't see that in the passage. And it was so refreshing, exciting to see how he looked at, wow, the temple, the fire that um, came down the temple back in the old Testament, how it's referenced in what even, is set, said there in Luke chapter three. Yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You might,
0: I've seen it if you deep studied it. Yeah, maybe. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just trying to, I think it was really great what Matt did, but I'm not trying to sell you short. I think in the, <laughs> I think, I don't think he like made that up. I'm pretty sure it
1: was like in the commentaries. Um. <laughs> so Matty said this, he said, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, let's all repeat this. I'm the temple of God, uh-huh. say it after me. I'm okay. the temple of I'm God. Say, uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry.
0: Oh, after you? Yes. Oh,
1: okay, okay, okay. I'm the temple of God. I'm the temple of God. Baptized by fire. Baptized by fire. Filled with the presence of God. Filled with the presence of God. Isn't that good? Super good. So he was saying though a lot of us feel like the opposite of that, that even though that may be the reality of believers mm-hmm. place their faith in Jesus, we feel like an abandoned mall strip mall yeah. or we feel like a burnt down building or mm-hmm. a condemned building. That was one that really hit me. Like mm-hmm. the condemnation of our own life and Background. We don't feel mm-hmm. like that temple that's been baptized with fire and it's mm-hmm. filled with the presence of God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, that was really, really good. And that sense of to be commissioned to live that way mm-hmm. and to be that temple in mm-hmm. the world that we live in, I thought was like also really meaningful to me of just like these initial things that really like stood out. Right. Um, and that's like, I love that, that connection from the first dedication of the temple. Mm-hmm. It's so it was really good, like the way he was able. That does a good job of kind of getting you in the moment mm-hmm. of the scripture and also illustrating, yeah. So, I like because, like, I really like how what you're saying about like the strip mall or the burnt down building or the abandoned building because that's like, whoa, I'm connecting myself to that story, wow. but also I felt like I was able to be a person in the like the first dedication in what first Chronicles six and seven, sure. I think it was, where where it was like this imagining fire coming down from heaven and God's presence filling the temple. Like, Whoa, dude, that's intense. I bet it's so, you know, gosh, I always say this, but it's like, that how do you doubt in those days? Like, you know, I don't know Like (laughs) when you see stuff, but then I think about that. Like, how do you doubt in those days? But then I just heard someone tell a story this morning. You Mm -hmm. and I were in a Mm -hmm. meeting with someone telling a story of where they felt prompted by the spirit to, to pray over someone that day that was going to have a specific issue, like with their leg, I think it was a mm-hmm. uh, specific injury that was, you know, that was not healing and to pray over that person And with like, even like seeing like what shirt they were wearing right. or something like that. Yeah. And then they went to a park and they saw that a person like that and yeah. they prayed over them and then the person was, was healed. And like, yeah, that's a credible person that we know. Supernatural. That, yeah, yeah. Supernatural thing. And so, like I say, oh, how could they even doubt then when they see fire from heaven? But then I, I know I still doubt when I hear stories like that, right? Right. Um, and from a, again, mm-hmm. a c- very credible person, which is like ah, it's wild, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So it's just so epic. I felt like I was there, like just like <laughs> fire coming down from heaven. And then you're just like, oh, they're on their like on their faces. Like of course they were on their faces yeah. before God, laying down just face down on just the ground. Holy fear, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I just kind of like. Oh, I feel like it's like we got to get ourselves into that place mm-hmm. a little bit more of like recognizing the mm-hmm. immense awesomeness of God. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. And then taking that and then going to all the way to Pentecost mm-hmm. where the people were baptized with fire, where in that same way it's like this, this moment of yeah. for them and their that was like a moment of spiritual baptism, Holy spirit baptism for them, right. for us yeah. now that occurs at the moment of our conversion right. of our salvation. Um, so, anyway, but just like that was so cool to make that connection. Yeah.
1: And just to think through, too, in a, a post Christian culture society where people may never step foot into a worship service. Yeah. We bring the worship yeah. service, in a sense, being the temple of God, yeah. filled with the presence of God, we bring that wherever we go. Yeah. And that's not something I think any of us really <laughs> think about yeah. by a moment by moment basis of like, whoa, when I. Enter into my workplace when I'm watching the Super Bowl. The temple of God is present. Yes. And yes. with people. Yes. Now, maybe the part that I need to even figure out, figure out theologically is like, well, God's presence is everywhere, so there's not a place that God's banned from necessarily. So uh-huh. I don't bring God's presence <laughs> necessarily where I go. But he was still omniscient in the Old Testament. Yet True. his
0: presence dwelled in the temple. It's like True. where he dwells. Right. Just as for us to talk it out. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. It's interesting.
1: Yeah. Because huh. I have this thought like, oh, whenever we do like a mission, like a go team trip, we're not bringing God to those places. God's already doing work there. He's already showed up there. Sure. And yet there's maybe something that we do that could bring awareness of that presence, that reality. So it's maybe a both and in some ways. It is a both and, but I think there's something different about
0: God's dwelling in the temple Mm-hmm to God's omnipresence in the earth.
1: Mm-hmm. In, I could agree with that. In the Old yeah. Testament. Yeah.
0: So we are bringing that mm-hmm. to people. Now it's not like, so yeah, you, you gotta be careful. It's not like, Oh, as you go to, if you're saying, I go to some other country or go to somewhere like, or some like less, uh, some almost like poorer community or right. something. It's like, Oh, here I come to bring yeah. you, um, you know, like, cause I right. am so great, but it's, but there is something to, that the presence of God dwelling in us as his temple is yeah. different and yeah.
1: unique. I don't know how to explain it yeah. more fully, but it is. Well, I think we can hold both those things in tension, right? Like, yeah, God's already working and moving. And yet when we show up as a believer in Christ, the yeah. spirit of God's able to testify <laughs> yeah. to people in yeah. a unique way. And Marie's had, I think I've even mentioned this before, but Marie's as a nurse, as when she worked in the hospital, she would walk into rooms and occasionally she'd have people say, this happened a couple of times. Like, are you a Christian? Mm, Like there was something about her countenance where they could just, they sensed there was something different or set apart about her. Yep. I would love for people to be able to say that, right? Yeah, 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 Um, exactly. Like, wow, there's the presence of God is here when that person (laughs) walks into the room. Yeah. Because there is something about that. Like
0: there is something about how, yeah, the presence of God, it says, went rushed in and filled the temple, Mm -hmm. right? In first Chronicles. Mm Mm-hmm. So that presence of God is somehow like again, I know I've just said this a couple times, but yeah. again, unique to his omnipresence. Uh-huh. Um are you feeling that? Like, are you getting that? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. For sure. Um yeah. So I just I wonder if that's like and then I'm trying to think of like how that would be because what kind of thing happens in that presence of God? Like uh-huh. I guess that's where like worship through sacrifice took place. Uh-huh that's where the leaders would go and like hear from God. Right. Right.
1: Like so what should we do now? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like, well, here's an interesting ways to one to connect that. Yeah. The, I think they fell on their faces when they were in the presence of God, when they sensed the holiness of God. Yeah. So is it possible that when the temple of God shows up, people face a feel a conviction Right, it has nothing right, to right. do with our judgment or, um, even anything we say, Right. but it's just who's filling us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I've, I've actually wrestled with that a little bit because sometimes it's hard to separate as a pastor. People will hear I'm a pastor just in my everyday life. And sometimes they'll make jokes. Uh, I told oh, someone I was yeah. a pastor this weekend and there was just this blank face of like, Oh, mm-hmm. and I can tell they're working really hard to have a blank face, right. but I'm sure inside they were like oh, this guy is fill in the blank. Whatever right, they're right. right, right. They always do that. Yeah. 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 So, but you wonder if there <laughs> is like, like have you ever had people like in their workplace who are just like, that guy doesn't like me. I've never done anything to him, uh-huh. but there's something that person just is against me. So maybe it is a sense of conviction. They're feeling about something. Hmm. I don't want to make that as an excuse to like, you know, Oh, it's just, you know, it's the presence of God in me. And so right. I, even though uh, I yeah. jerked you, yeah, really? yeah. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> But you just wonder sometimes if there's some supernatural unseen realm. Yeah. Where there's a conviction that someone faces when they're in. Yeah. It's like,
0: I hope that they, (laughs) I hope they sense like, some more things other than just conviction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, For sure. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, we bring that conviction, but also hopefully hope and love yes. and joy and yes. peace and you know, all the fruit. Well, of and Spirit. that's
1: what the temple brought, right? Yes. Like when they're in the temple, yes. there was a sense of conviction. I need to change and repent, mm-hmm. even as John the Baptist says here in Luke, but there was also a sense of awe and worship and beauty and yeah. no sacrifices worth it. You know, yeah. is, is good enough. Like I'll give anything right now. Right. And so I hope those things are also,
0: like, yeah. Because I remember reading, I was reading something that was like conviction is like good, like where guilt will lead to (laughs) a sense of joy. Yeah, I read that this summer. (laughs) Yeah, conviction leads to to joy because it leads to repentance, which leads to forgiveness, and it's then funny, that leads to joy.
1: Yeah, it's funny. It's funny that you're mentioning God Joy right now, the book, because <laughs> I just did a quick Google search earlier today for God Joy. It didn't show up. No, it <laughs> said um, Amazon's bestseller list of books named God Joy. You're number two.
0: can't do this podcast <laughs> wait is that real because <laughs> i'm gonna freak out if that's actually real
1: oh well, yeah you're number two of one. Oh my goodness
0: i'm both one and two
1: <laughs>
0: what'd you google godjoy book oh uh, yeah let's google it together live right now googling godjoy book godjoy amazon.com <gasps> finding freedom from guilt and strength
1: how much does it cost uh it's probably like or something. All proceeds go to our refugee fund here at Calvary. Whoa,
0: that feels like a lot. It says $23. What? Oh, that's like a used one. Someone's selling a used one for $23. What? They're trying to sell it, my book, for more than they got I'm it for. selling it for. That... <laughs> no, maybe it has your autograph in it, too. Three used from $23. Who are these what? people? Let's find them. What? Awesome Books USA SRS Company. What the heck? This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird stuff, you guys, just so you know. Like when you see this. Maybe it's like a collector's edition of God Joy. Like it's
1: the un- yeah, unabridged
0: yeah. version. Yeah, it was like the one I gave to like Jim Burns who wrote the foreword. I've been trying to, I've been trying to get you to do an audio version. <laughs> I know. I need. I, I actually want to do an audio version. You should. I just haven't had the time. Let's uh, do it right or something.
1: now. We can do it on the podcast. Right. Do you have it? <laughs>
0: Godjoy.com. I don't know. I'm just uh, i I definitely but, don't have it memorized. But back to, yeah. So okay, conviction yeah, can
1: lead to joy can yes, lead to yes, worship yes, can, yes. yeah so but yeah it's just it's crazy to think about yeah. the temple of god yeah and even some practical things oh man i'm gonna get close to the heart now okay do it but like you know it says in corinthians matt referenced this but you know don't abuse the temple of god so how do i do that by eating too many doritos for super bowl sunday mm-hmm. or just the things i think about or take in right Yep. Like to even realize that while wow, the presence of God's filling us, it's pretty sacred. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Um, yeah, it's interesting because the temple of God
0: was a beautiful place. Mm. And so even to remember that God has designed and created you, like mm. he gave the, God gave the designs for the temple. Mm. Right. in the tabernacle to to Moses. Mm -hmm. Like, here's how, at least in like the Holy of Holies in the main temple part, Mm. like, here's how I want this to be very specific, very specific. And so like, that was God's design and it was beautiful. And God designed you very specifically, like the way he wanted you to be. Right. And so
1: are you talking to me?
0: Yeah. I'm talking to you directly, Matt. Oh, thank you. I do try to be positive to you. I'm very kind to you about, (laughs) I think you're a very handsome man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it makes him uncomfortable <laughs> when I say that. <laughs> but no, but he did. It's true, he did. He designed oh. you wonderfully, perfectly, beautifully the way he wanted you Amen. to be. Now, yeah. so so maybe part of it too is like even like kind of that sense of accepting how God has created you. Sure. Like if you are self like judgmental, right? Don't judge God's design and temple, right? Um, Both and, even outwardly, like
1: personality characteristics, yeah. You know. yeah.
0: Hmm. But yeah, you're right. Like as we should take care of ourselves to be healthy, to be, to care for, you know, not, not just like to eat right or exercise for like, you know, beauty, like for, uh, for the acclaim of the world. Yeah. Yeah. For vanity. That's a better Mm -hmm. word. Um, and then, but like maybe to do that in a sense of worship almost, Mm. that's kind of interesting, right? Yeah, that is. I might not have ever even thought of it that way. Right. Now I can, um, all work day, I can do Ironman training.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just worshiping me. <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny. But, uh, um, yeah, it, it was super good. So then that led to yesterday, mm-hmm. kind of a time for the people of Calvary to okay, where am I at with all this? Yeah. Um. Do I look at myself properly? Um. Do I do I need to even rededicate? <laughs> yeah. The temple in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. That dwells within me to the Lord. Yeah. Be commissioned. Yeah. Um, well, there was a third one too. I'm kind of blanking. Well, it was right to receive now. Christ, like oh, yeah, to receive, have yeah. to
0: have the presence come into right. the into the temple. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that, right. Receive Christ, be commissioned for ministry. Mm-hmm. I think it <laughs> sorry, was sorry, Matt. For, like struggling.
1: Here. <laughs> Full disclosure: we invited Matt to be here, but uh, apparently, I know. Yeah, I can. I I invited him like three hours ago. <laughs> but Yeah.
0: <laughs> He does have a life. Um <laughs> He's taking care of it. running a church and a family and like t- taking care of his family. No, we're just yeah. Teasing. yeah. Um so yeah yeah, but people were coming forward yeah. for prayer. It was awesome. So great. I and mean, you like prayed with a few different mm-hmm. people. Yeah. I did as well. I was like I was talking to a couple of people, like a couple of other like leaders that prayed with like five different people each yeah. and you're just like cool there's like tons of people coming forward just to be with even yeah. just to sort of be with the Lord, mm-hmm. like bask in his presence. Cause that was another thing where it was just like, maybe you just need to be one of the yeah. first Chronicles seven people just bowing down on your face mm-hmm. before a Holy God. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, that was powerful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Where were you? I don't know. Your yeah. Thoughts it was that moment? Yeah, just special Sunday. There yeah. feels like, you know, every time we gather with um, the family of God, it's special. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it felt like yesterday there was kind of uniqueness going on, which is kind of interesting because I mean, just between me and you, and the three people listening, sometimes it feels like there's certain holiday Sundays or days where everyone's a little distracted. And yeah. I've always kind of felt like Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. yeah. It's such a national thing that people are yeah. already thinking. Yeah. What am I doing this afternoon? Yeah. Um, and yet, it felt like just a really unique day where none of that really was on the docket. At least in my mind. Yep. We were it was fully like, engaged. Oh, we're here just to meet with the Lord and be together with this. So it was. It was very special. Kind of even, I guess, I would even say surprising. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was good. It's good. And even like sort of like to give a little behind the scenes for people listening to the podcast since you get the little, you get the The special inside information. The nuggets. But you know, yeah, we, so we, we like plan these services and we try to plan them prayerfully Mm -hmm. and, and thoughtfully and sort of based on a lot of like a lot of based on where the, the preacher is, is feeling like the, the passage is taking us. Right. So, Hey, here's where I feel like this passage is leading us to respond in a certain Mm -hmm. way. Um, and so we had some things, you know, we had some things planned, uh, and then like we were on a, just like a time of prayer, um, with some of our pastoral staff, just kind of prayer on Thursday. And, um, I was just feeling like a sense, like God was leading us to have a little, like some more
1: time to respond at the end, Mm -hmm. like really wanting us to like lean into that. Now question, Um, uh, was this, you were feeling that for this particular last Sunday or just in general?
0: Well, okay, so I will, that's a good question, because I actually was feeling this about, like, like I feel like that's, I was feeling a prompting from God that we might need to be doing that more for a season. Hmm. Um, I don't know how long, but I kind of, like, felt like, hey, let's have some more opportunities, because we even had a bit of that at the... The, the last Sunday in January, mm-hmm. which is only a couple of weeks ago. It's not mm-hmm. that long ago, right? So we had like a time like that a couple of weeks ago. And, and then I was just like, I feel like God is calling us to this something in repentance because we've been talking about repentance mm-hmm. with this John the Baptist message of repentance. Yeah. And even as we talked about with with Tim last week of like this, repentance is this like this turning of our, our minds towards God and uh, even an openness to whatever he would want to do in us through us whatever and so i just was you know i'm like feeling like we need to be just kind of like a repeated season of of openness to responding to that in Mm -hmm. some way Mm -hmm. and i just sort of had an image of that like we have to press into that as a church Mm -hmm. and so i was like well this sunday feels like great like passage let's go for it right too you know and so I sent a text Thursday morning after, you know, we planned the service on Tuesday. We mm-hmm. kind of finalized the plans of the service on a mm-hmm. Tuesday. On Thursday, I'm just like, hey, I think we should move some stuff around. I mm-hmm. think we need to, um, uh, like, just be able to spend a little bit more time in response. At the Create end some and more
1: space at the end of the service. Yes,
0: yeah. yes. So, because, you know, you, no matter what in a service, you're going to have a certain amount of songs before the yeah. sermon and a certain amount of songs after the sermon. Even sure. if that number is zero. Yeah. Right. You're just... You got to make some decisions about where you're gonna Mm -hmm. (laughs) have some chance for that, Mm -hmm. and I and and the way it was structured, at least in our current plan, was a little bit different, and and that's what we try to do. We do try to have like a plan, but also try to hold that plan loosely if we feel like God's leading us. Yeah. Um. And so so we did. So we we added a song to the later part Mm -hmm. and kind of just had a part that was just going to be able to be extended if we Mm. felt like that's where God was was going and mm-hmm. and 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 then we did and then we kind of flexed even even from that plan we kind of flexed mm-hmm. on Sunday and just kept it going for a little while longer cuz people were were coming forward and doing yeah. business with the Lord and that's what we want like this time of ministry happening mm-hmm. um and that was really cool um and then it was just sort of this interesting thing to me in the midst of all that and that goodness and you know we're looking to see like maybe we'll maybe we'll just be open to more of that this week and the next mm-hmm. and see Lord what are you what are you doing And then in the midst of all that, I hadn't read anything about this before Mm -hmm. we had sent some of, uh, of what I'm about to say before like that time and had sent these texts and like decided to, you know, and just decided to try to, to do that this, this last Sunday. But then I'd like start hearing about this thing happening across the country at this place called Asbury. I think it's Asbury, like theological school or something like that. Yeah, they
1: They have like an undergrad too.
0: undergrad as well in Kentucky um, we're at like a chapel, an evening sort of chapel service, like just a worship service. It, somehow, and it's not like a kooky place or something. It's right. just like a you know whatever. It's yeah, not, or not an extremely charismatic place or sure. something. Let's say, and very simple little, just chapel, mm-hmm. just like a couple of instruments and some s- songs and and for however this looks, I haven't really watched extended videos or anything. Mm but that there's been some sort of movement of God's spirit that they just, nobody wanted to stop. Hmm. And then it's like still going days, days later, this worship service, this chapel is still going. Uh And then people are kind of like talking about it. Whoa, what's, what's going on? Is this some sort of revival happening, stemming out of this place? Now I'm not saying necessarily anything other than I think it's like interesting and cool potentially of how God was prompting us to have some sense of, Hey, let's, Let's extend these worship times. Let's let's mm-hmm. kind of lean into what mm-hmm. this is, while at the same time, revival is kind of popping up into right. some other places. So I don't know. Who knows how God yeah. will choose to move, but maybe God's stirring something.
1: Yeah. I mean, biblically and both in the history of the church, God has used revival in some pretty great ways. I mean, look at the book of Nehemiah and the people realize that they've lost the word of God, yeah. they dig it up, they find it, they read it, they fall on their faces back to God joy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And just worship. And so there's revival moments like that. Mm-hmm. Billy Graham, if you don't know this, but Billy Graham had this, um, crusade that was supposed to last three or four days here in LA in the like 1950s. Yeah. And it just kept going. Kept and I think it yeah. went for like seven, eight weeks. Maybe some fact checkers can like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, help me on that. But I mean, it was just this unplanned, movement of God. Yeah. Now we don't live on the mountaintops necessarily. Like we don't just chase camp pies and try to live there, but boy, God just uses those like special moments, unplanned moments at times to draw us towards him and then call us out to call us to go. Yeah. So I'll be curious, like even with this Asbury movement that happened kind of mid last week, it'll be interesting what happens from that. Like, will there be people called to, yeah go into the world. Will there be people that are called to even go share Christ with their neighbors and bring them to the worship nights? Or I'm just curious to see what's kind of happening from that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cause like that back in like some similar areas and, and stuff like was like back to the great awakening, it was like that kind of like, there was these movements that happened out of that Wesley and John Wesley and Charles Wesley and, you know, like going out and seeing tons of people getting saved kind of out of some of those sorts of, of moments. And so, there's, yeah. even,
1: there's even a movie coming out um, through Greg Laurie's ministry oh, yeah. um, called Jesus, I think Jesus Revolution yep, or something. Right. No, that's right. And uh, just talking about the story of Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, mm-hmm. Chuck Smith, and kind of the the Jesus people movement that started yep. out of there and yep. kind of grew. And yep. there's people that have been following faithfully at Calvary Church from yeah. those days. Bob Browning, yeah. who just shared his uh, life story at our Alpha Course last Wednesday, he was part totally. of that movement. And so totally. it's just so cool how a revival moment can lead to a lifetime of faithfulness. Yeah,
0: exactly. Jerry Stanley, like he's even working on, he's been doing some kind of video stuff for some of those bands, like one of those bands, Love Song. Mm -hmm. And and uh, I mean, my parents were around for that kind of stuff. They weren't part of the Calvary Chapel movement. They were Mm -hmm. part of another, actually like way more charismatic Mm -hmm. church Mm -hmm. called Melody Land. But but, like that kind of stuff happening and just like, it was kind of wild just to see the movement of God's spirit and so God moves in some different ways. And so what I, what I loved is even just like, even for us, I love that we, were, if, if let's, I don't know, you know, mm. is God like exploding something. And I love that it was like, something was percolating mm-hmm. here before we already knew. So like we're not trying to manufacture something, mm. you know, because I think that's, what's kind of beautiful about the Asbury thing to me, at least mm. from what I've read mm-hmm. or what I think is like, maybe more sort of quote unquote legit about it. Yeah. It wasn't a group of, like pastors getting together and saying, "Let's do a, you know, we just feel, let's do a revival, right? You know, let's make it happen." And so, like sometimes you yeah. see that it kind of forces try people trying to force that, right? It was just this very simple, quaint place that all of a sudden, like unexpected, so, yeah, it's unexpected. Yeah. Now, but I love that but there's what, like some connection.
1: Yeah, like there's a place on. First Street in Santa Ana, and when I drive by it, this oh, church and it'll, it'll have a poster out there saying "Revival Week" or something like revival
0: that. Revival service like yeah. Thursdays, no. I, <laughs> I don't think
1: that's wrong because I think what they're trying to, what they're hoping for, is like, oh, people just to repent and change, yeah, right? revive our hearts, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if you're just chasing a feeling, right, um, right, that can be so fleeting. Yep. Or if yeah, like you're saying, trying to manufacture a feeling. Yes,
0: but often movements begin out of like mm-hmm. movements to some greater things happen out of like revival, mm-hmm. not, not just a cool worship service. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? think
1: of your story, right? Like yeah, going to the mountains for a ski trip with your youth group, yeah. having a genuine moment of God just touching your heart. Yeah. I have something like that being down on a Mexico missions trip and, you know, I was planning a kind of a worship time at the end of a lawn building day, but it going for a couple hours, yeah. you know, and just people hungry for God, chasing, yeah. you know, hungry to just worship and yeah. And grow close to God. Yeah. I prayed a commissioning prayer on Sunday over
0: a young man mm. that I feel like, I mean, that could have been a moment of like mm. his life of ministry, you yeah. know I mean? It's like radical. Like yeah. there could be some looking backs to some of these Sundays mm-hmm. where even here, where it was like the beginning of God really like
1: yeah. pressing into some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so we want so, I just, I yeah. guess we want to come expectant when we yes. gather together yes. here at Calvary, uh, yes. not just go, Oh, it's another Sunday. Yes, park in my same spot, (laughs) talk to the same people about the same things yep, and then go home. It's like, no, let's, let's come with this hopeful heart of like, God, you want to show up here. Yep. Exactly. Amen. And so that's where I
0: think even like, so what's, what's interesting is like, okay, so this Sunday, how do we plan? (laughs) (laughs) And that's, uh, and like what I want to be able to do is just say, okay, let's, Let's plan with like open hands. Mm. Let's plan with some like potential space Mm -hmm. and let's like, just like say, Lord, like do with this as you please. Mm -hmm. You know, if we feel led to keep going, we keep going. If we feel led to do a different song, we do a different song. If we feel led to just do the plan on paper, that's what we do, you know? Um, and, uh, so like, uh, I don't know. I just think there's like, a that's part of like what we have to come to God with in general Mm -hmm. is just like a sense of openness and availability. Mm -hmm. And then it's like to say, okay, Lord, like, Lord, I want to be intentional with my life. Like I want to be purposeful for you, Lord, with my life, but I also want to be led by you. Mm -hmm. I know these truths of who you are and what your word says about how we should live as a believer. So I know Mm -hmm. it's going to be, Something within those, re- like right. within those guardrails right. or within those um, instruction, but like, Lord, I'm open, like, God, please like use me in some way. I'm open mm-hmm. and available to you. And then we step into what we feel like, like the way God is leading us. And yeah. that could be from a, an impression, a sense, a guidance from a, a trusted mm-hmm. source in our life, you know, something we read in his word, mm-hmm. time in prayer,
1: time in a, in a worship service. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So all sorts of ways. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's other, like, just to kind of play the flip side, planning. Um, So spontaneity is not um, equal. Exactly. um, More. Holy Spirit Intimacy with God or something like that. Yeah, yeah, So, I mean, often you can plan, okay, I'm going to plan to go serve in this nation for the next 20 years. And you do, and that's good. Like, God can use it, do amazing things. So we're not saying planning is antithesis. (laughs) Right. God's movement, power, revival, but we're also saying that let's just be careful that our plans don't get in the way of what God yeah, wants to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, and just become robotic with our plans. Yeah, we make sure. a plan. We, and that's what I mean by like we'll still like we'll still have a plan. Yeah, you know, we'll still like have things that we feel like okay, we f- we've, we feel like this could be good. Let's have some like openness to what God will do in the midst of like the whole thing, but mm-hmm. especially maybe in these certain moments, mm-hmm. and then. Um, it's kind of like i've told this story multiple times but the story that like the senior pastor of the church i grew up in mm. told me when i was thinking about what i should do with my life in ministry as i knew i should be doing ministry but i didn't know where yeah or what and he said it's you know the whole thing of ministry is like a pool mm-hmm. and he said you can you, a life and this is not just like like a, a life of working job like we have in ministry but any of us like how you would serve God with your life like what is your calling in life mm-hmm. right and you're looking at it like a pool so imagine yourself walking around the kind of the what do you, the deck deck thank you goodness gracious you're walking around the deck around the pool. do you have water wings on and uh, <laughs> you might but I'd say take the water wings off.
1: Are you wearing sunscreen? uh
0: you probably are because you want to have good skin. <laughs> keep going okay, let me be serious uh um, <laughs> no but you're walking on the deck looking around the pool oh deep end shallow end oh i'm gonna put my just put my toe in is it chilly is it huh. is this part warm it's in the sun this part's in the shade where should i jump in should i walk down the steps what should i do i don't know what to do huh. and you could just like walk around with indecision sure. and just you're just constantly just looking 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 And he says walk up to the pool wherever you are hmm. jump in start serving. Mm-hmm. God's going to move you yeah. around to the just the right spot Interesting. for you. Yeah. So jump in, serve him, be faithful where he's placed you. And then you're going to sense him kind of like,
1: kind of helping you drift in the currents of the pool. <laughs> That's a great word. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it really is. I think for some of us that are listening right now, and probably need to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to somebody even like even sometime this week or something
0: that they remembered that story. And I was super mm. happy it made me, you know, when you, whenever we say anything that someone actually remembers,
1: you're like, Oh, thank God. Well, <laughs> it was helpful. Obviously we forget, we forgot the flagpole. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Back to depression. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Oh. Yeah. But man, what just powerful yeah. movement of God. And I, yeah. and I believe I'm like a big, I've always been this way even as a youth pastor. Like mm-hmm. I want people to make a, a physical response mm-hmm. to what they've heard. And for some reason, whatever reason, even from when I was a youth pastor, mm-hmm. even at a previous church, like mm-hmm. over 22 years ago, I'm, I feel like it's helpful for us to come forward and kneel in, mm-hmm. in response to God in some way. And so I was even saying to somebody, I was like, I kind of felt like I was the church's youth pastor on Sunday. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, just because, just for me, because it kind of takes me back so what to do that you think, stage of life. I would agree but
1: just help us even understand. Yeah. What about, moving forward or moving in the room or kneeling what does that do yeah
0: i think it is a physical it's almost like how baptism is a symbol of our what's already happened within us mm-hmm. it's this physical expression of this uh, uh this movement of god mm. in us and we have this sense of god's presence with us even if it's just like in worship not in some sort of decision mm-hmm. or repentance or whatever it's 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 merely in response to his goodness and his holiness and we yeah. want to come and And I think if you come forward and kneel before him, and especially if you come and receive prayer in that Mm -hmm. way and be prayed over for whatever's happening, it's just going to be... It's just such a rich moment of Mm -hmm. response to God, and it's a physical expression of what's happening inside. Mm -hmm. You can merely sit at your seat Mm -hmm. 35 rows back on the second Mm -hmm. to the left section, and that's fine. Like God... God exists there yeah. <laughs> and God moves there just as he is around the world. But I, I don't know. There's something about that coming forwardness to me that kind of like, like just locks it in a little bit more too. um, right. for some reason it doesn't mean, I don't mean when I say locks it in a little bit more, that, that's probably like the wrong words, but it is something that just, it, it kind of solidifies this commitment in your, in mm-hmm. your life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Submission. I, I can only say what I've, experience too with that. And there's just something about that of moving physically in the room yeah. or posture wise that does cement some of the things that yeah. God's doing in your heart and spirit. Yeah. Um, now they're like, we were at, a, Marie and I were at a wedding a couple weeks ago and the DJ is like, okay, everybody up for a group photo on the dance floor. And I'm like, Oh Ugh. Marie, I know exactly what he's going to do. And so we all took this photo on the dance floor. And then the song's like, it's like all right people let's stay out here and dance i'm like like the world's worst dancer i have no rhythm (laughs) i got one move and it's not very good um and marie's is gifted i don't know something in her so my wife i don't understand it so it makes me even feel worse but um i mean there's some people who just aren't wired to be expressive Mm -hmm. physically yeah and that's okay. Yeah. Like, we want to, like, there's all room, there's room for everyone, yeah. especially a, the beautiful thing about a non denominational church like Calvary is we're going to have people in different spectrums of comfortability when yeah. it comes yeah. to physical demonstration of worship and style and that kind of thing. So, we don't want everyone to think, like, oh, if you never go forward or get on your knees, you're not really getting it. Like, that's not true. Right. Yeah. I'd also, like, lovingly encourage the people of Calvary or wherever you're listening to this at to just, try some experiential things where maybe you do open your hands mm-hmm. during worship. And there's something about that, that just helps you remind yourself that you're surrendering to God in yeah. your life yeah. or to get on your knees. If you're physically able.
0: Yeah. Even just at your seat, like right. you don't have to like come. To yeah. Right. Or you yeah. said
1: something yesterday, like I know some of you are thinking, Oh, I should go up and get prayer, but I don't want, to. or there's something like, yeah, you're kind yeah. of battling it, but maybe just step of faith, just yeah. go up and maybe break that. Whatever yeah. that maybe timidity or fear is. But also, hear, please, please hear from my heart, This, those type of things don't equal spirituality or maturity or something like that. But I think they can help you. But I don't want you to—we're not measuring <laughs> how good worship is and how many people are raising their hands or going forward. Right. And
0: I, I wonder, like, um, you know, in First Chronicles, is it 6 or 7, mm-hmm. when this happens? I was kind of curious about it, if it says anything about, like, the unexpressive people didn't get down on their face before God. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> is that a little too far? I don't know. I think is it second Chronicles. I know I might have the pa- I have the passage wrong. It might be second Chronicles. I forget where it was that he was pre- preaching from chapter and verse, but, yeah. but at the same time, you know, so that's why like, yes, I totally agree with everything Paint you're noted. saying. Yeah. I agree with everything you're saying, but I do wonder if like all of us could like just stretch a little bit yeah. because it's, we're in the presence of a Holy God. Sure. I don't think we'll, we'll, see him in heaven you know and like, uh, that's
1: not my deal yeah sorry
0: i just i don't really do that kind of expression God, right i think we'll be on our face before him so right. let's let's practice now for sure for sure. <laughs> but again yeah that's definitely with grace but just challenge, a your, challenge yeah. yourself a bit yeah i'm sure anybody that listens to the podcast will be fine challenging themselves <laughs> or coming to the flagpoles and stuff oh. like that just get it <laughs> yeah. yes all right well that was good good yes. talking about this thank last you, sunday
1: maddie Hempill. thank you new life oh yeah
0: I call, so I call him Maddie a lot. Uh-huh. And it was funny because we were um, going over kind of like the the flow of the morning with like the band and the tech crew. And we had some band people from new life. Some uh-huh. people in the band were people from new life. And I said, then, and uh, I said, Maddie or whatever. And then they came up to me afterwards. They, they go, they were like, in front of Matt, they said, like, can we call you Maddie? Eric calls you Maddie. I've never heard you be called Maddie before. Uh, and he said, yeah, I think that's just something that like Eric and Matt do, from, yeah. you know, with me or something well, as like youth pastor. Yeah. Or the bummer
1: is when you grow up somewhere, people <laughs> names attach when you're younger. Yeah. Right? But he was like, no,
0: I don't want to be called Maddie. It was so funny because I was like, yeah, you have to call him Reverend <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's, We talked about that before too, about pastor title. Oh yeah. 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 That's right. Nobody's mentioned that to me though. No, they went, they went to the flagpole, but they didn't call me pastor Eric. <laughs> no, just kidding. I don't even want to be at all. <sighs> so uh, should we do another meetup? Yeah, but we'll, let's, let's, uh, we got to do some more plan proper it. planning. We'll plan okay. it outside of this. Okay. Make sure it's in our calendars. Right. We'll talk about it for a couple times. Okay. And then we'll, and then we'll do it. Okay. So we do, we humbly apologize and we'll make this up to you in some way. Which maybe it's just by not doing it ever again.
1: <laughs> uh, did you see the the U2 ad in the Super Bowl? I actually did not. I don't know how we missed that. But I, I heard about it. Yeah. I heard they're going to do this um, residency in Vegas. Yes. So starting when? In the fall.
0: It says okay. in the fall. So it's like this whole thing called the sphere. Mm-hmm. And it's an actual... So some sort of venue mm-hmm. that is an actual sphere. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not seeing this. I've like built to, for them. I'm into Vegas since I think the last time you two played in
1: Vegas, <laughs> yeah. which
0: is like four years ago. Right. Um, yeah. Built, I think, I think for them, other people will then use it, but it's being built for them to start this residency and it's yeah. just like a sphere. Um. And it's
1: interesting because you usually have like some ball. of the best, you know, acts play Vegas, like, um, well, let's see, Celine Dion, um. You have You're uh, trying to be mean, it's not gonna work. You have Carrot Top. <laughs> you have Who's <laughs> the guy that smashes the watermelons? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Olivia Newton John, but no, what Wayne Newton or whatever his name was. Wayne he Newton. was there. Yeah. Yeah. And now you two. Yeah, there you go. There you go.
0: Brittany. Brittany. had oh, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit so the thing of you two psycho fans like me, a couple things we're sad about. One is old bands do residencies. Yeah. Right. So a lot of these older bands will do yeah. residencies at places, um, which is, I mean, they're in their sixties, right? Yeah. They're in their sixties. Um, first album came out in like 79. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So, uh, and then <laughs> Larry Mullen Jr., the drummer yeah. is having back surgery and they're going to be having someone else play Whoa. drums for this first like leg or this first portion right. of it, which is kind of like the, the community mm-hmm. the youtube community is very upset about this yeah, i bet
1: well cuz it's only happened one time when um adam clayton actually had some i know issues and got yeah. pulled from maybe a couple shows or something that's it right? it was like one show yeah. it's like Done. No more though. Like it's every never other happened. concert's always been the yeah, four. All
0: four. Yeah. And so this is kind of a big deal. Yeah. So people are upset. People think they should just they just should have canceled. But people think that these contracts to do this mm-hmm. were signed. This place was built. Like right. just intense commitments that need to be kept. Yeah. So um yeah. Are you gonna go out? Oh yeah, for sure. I actually posted on my Instagram. I said, Does anyone have a uh <laughs> Does anyone have like a, a property? Does anyone own a house I could stay in for? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to do a sabbatical 2.0, just go to for three months of YouTube. Is that shows how long they're out there for three months? I don't, I actually don't know. Yeah, I actually don't know how long it'll be, but it's gonna be very tempting for me to just not and like it's just go out like once a Baby,
1: week. right? It's just that,
0: yeah. So this album, songs Ac- from Actong Baby came out in like 91, 92, and um, yeah, it's gonna be all songs from that except. What they did, they did this with Joshua Tree a few, like five years ago or something. And um, for that, what they did was they did some random, like random selection mm-hmm. of songs at the beginning, then the whole Joshua Tree album mm-hmm. in order. Oh,
1: okay. And then some random songs oh, at cool. the end. Yeah. So
0: you got like a blend because it's like, I was a little bummed when I heard it was like all act on baby, honestly, even though it's one debatably. they better than the best album. Yeah. 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 So uh, my favorite like one well, of my favorite YouTube songs, Acrobat is on there. I used mm-hmm. to have a blog called An Acrobat mm-hmm. An Acrobat Search, which was uh <laughs> which was after that song. It says right. I must be an acrobat to talk like this and act like that. Huh. It's kind of means like a hypocrite essentially. Because right. yeah. I was trying to like process through what it means to have a genuine faith. Yeah. Um and so anyway, it's like a yeah. very inspiring song. Yeah. Um So that's good. Something to look forward to for you. Something to look forward to. So if you guys wanna go with me, we can like calvary
1: church party in vegas i was that weird so i was pumped (laughs) i got an autographed poster this last weekend yes from the newsboys concert that was here yes that thing's going up on my wall (sighs) so were you a big newsboys fan oh yeah nice oh
0: yeah who wasn't don't they do they have some norcal roots or something oh no that's sonic flood i think yeah newsboys was originally from australia australia that's right and then now they've got um michael tate yeah. From uh, DC Talk. DC Talk is their lead singer. So they did, like I heard, they did Jesus Freak and like maybe a couple other DC Talk songs also. So if you were a child of the 90s or something, yeah. whenever that was, you're excited about that. I was never uh, particularly a fan of either band, <laughs> but uh, definitely knowing about them. So for sure. But it was uh, part of the Christian pop culture. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exciting things happened here on Saturday Night at Calvary. <laughs> um, all right. Cool. Good.
1: We've had a we've had a good discussion. Yeah, you got big Valentine's plans? Oh. Uh no. <laughs> Marie's working all day. Ooh. So um we last few years we've done like um we've gotten a pizza and then cut it in a heart. Oh, I actually got that from gracious. you. I think you were the one that told me about that. Cooking for the Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. So we do like to cook for the girls. Now yeah. my girls
0: are getting a little older. Yeah. It's kind of weird cuz now we got one in college obviously mm-hmm. so she's not even home and mm-hmm. it's just like just cooking for like Ella by herself so right. like a little bit weird. Yeah. So I'll probably just cook for both B and Ella. Yeah, that's cool. So for some reason, we've always done like scallops. as
1: like a thing, like mm.
0: make scallops, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is a, a food you really do enjoy. You,
1: do you like Valentine? Do you like the little heart candies, little chalk candies? You know, I don't mind a few of them. Uh-huh. can't have too many, I yeah. think.
0: It's like candy corn. But I, I actually really like candy corn. <laughs> I'm really weird about candy corn, but that's how most people feel about candy yeah. corn, I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. I think this is good. But uh, yeah, happy Super Bowl. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes, President's uh, Day. Happy President's Day. Uh, have a great day. We love you guys. Yep. Uh, and we're sorry for not coming to the flagpole. Very sorry. Uh, but still email us at podcast at cavalrylife.org. So thanks, Don. And thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.